From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Thursday, April 6th. I'm Sarah Reif. The plumbing of the Potter Valley Project is one of the most complicated on the West Coast. A biological opinion from 2002 attempts to balance the needs of water users and endangered fish in the Eel River and Russian River watersheds, which are both key to the recovery of endangered California Chinook. Last month, PG&E, which owns and operates the project, announced that it would not close the spillway or radial gates on Scott Dam after April 1st. That's expected to reduce the levels of Lake Pillsbury by 20%. The reason stated was an initial engineering assessment that found seismic vulnerabilities in the dam. The gates remain open now, days after they would usually be closed. And PG&E is about a third of the way into the two and a half years it has to submit a plan to decommission the project. Last week, FERC, the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission, responded to PG&E's announcement, writing that the unilateral decision to keep the spillway gates at Scott Dam open indefinitely could impact PG&E's compliance, with measures included in the 20-year-old biological opinion by the National Marine Fisheries Service. FERC told PG&E that if the utility wants authorization to keep the gates open indefinitely, it must file an amendment application with details of anticipated environmental harms and documentation of consultations with agencies. We caught up with Joshua Fuller, a NOAA fisheries biologist with the National Marine Fisheries Service, to ask for his thoughts on the latest developments. He said agencies will consult with PG&E when it submits the decommissioning plan. But right now, uh, we're really trying to figure out what to do in this interim period prior to decommissioning and how uh, we may operate the project. So this is all very new with the radial gate situation. And then now uh, FERC's response letter to PG&E. So quite honestly, uh, the resource entities and PG&E are are trying to figure out uh, how best to manage a project in this new arena. Last year, the Fisheries Service wrote a letter to FERC asking for a consultation under the Endangered Species Act as PG&E renewed its license. Those formal consultations have not taken place. The service wanted to make sure there's enough cold water in Lake Pillsbury to maintain a cold water pool and ensure that releases from the reservoir are cold enough for salmon in the river below Scott Dam. Do you think that leaving the radial or the spillway gates open will affect the temperature in a way that will harm the fish? So this is uh, the situation that we're evaluating now. We are concerned about how we can manage the cold water pool. And if PG&E is is just decided to leave the spillway gates open because of seismic concerns, then what is NIMPS in a position to do? For the last, what, eight out of 10 years, we've been working with PG&E, FERC, around Valley Indian Tribes, California Department of Fish and Wildlife, all the water interest on the Russian Riverside on annual variances. And these variances really were um, when we were put in a situation that we couldn't really meet the prescription set out in the license and the biop to meet all the flow obligations. Uh, basically, you know, we were faced with historic low storage conditions. And if we were just to, to go status quo, uh, we would have drained the reservoir. And so here we are again with a new scenario and we, we, we might be looking at another variance, but the, the details of that again are uncertain at this time. Is there a sense of urgency about figuring out what to do with this project in light of the decline in the salmon stocks in California and Oregon? Absolutely. I think with 
any large water project, particularly on the West, uh, there has been a sense of urgency. You know, these stocks, many of these stocks are listed under the Endangered Species Act. So that in itself is an indication things are not going well. But, um, you know, we, we're going to hear soon, just in a few days, uh, the fate of, of the salmon fishery uh, out in the ocean. And, and certainly it's, it's, it's alarming what's going on. And, you know, providing access to, to a lot of these historic habitats that, that give um, the species salmon and steelhead the resiliency to combat, you know, changing environmental conditions uh, is definitely a major priority. So um, we're obviously actively trying to manage the Potter Valley project the best we can. And then uh, ultimately, uh, once we see a, a decommissioning plan and, and we'll have the ability to get steelhead above Scott Dam, uh, where we believe there's, there's really a lot of high value habitat that can really benefit the, the species. And in the larger picture of the fishery, what role does the Eel River play in the, in the species as a whole? Like, is it just a tiny little contribution or is it one of the, the big players? When it comes to um, CC Chinook, California Coastal Chinook, the Eel River is, is really, it's the largest watershed, the anchor watershed uh, for the recovery of that species. And the Russian River is the second largest watershed uh, that contributes to that, that population. And, and similarly with, with steelhead, uh, Northern California steelhead that inhabit the Eel River, the Eel is a, a major part of, of their recovery as well and Southern Oregon, Northern California, Coho. So it, it is a very critical watershed, a priority watershed in the recovery scheme for NOAA fisheries. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Reif. Tomorrow we'll hear from Lake County and the Lake Pillsbury Alliance about Lake Pillsbury and Scott Dam. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News podcast wherever you get your podcasts.